Oh, hey, you're listening to Pep Talk, a podcast launched during the national lockdown in April 2020 to celebrate and support our favourite New Zealand businesses. Join Grace Creft, ex-lawyer and former owner of Sweet Bakery and Cakery, to hear about how some of our favourite businesses built their brands, the ups and downs along the way, and what we can do to support them, both now and once business as usual returns. So, are you ready for a little pep talk on your coffee break? Then here's your host, Grace. Today we are talking all things digital marketing and don't worry if you're not quite sure what we're talking about, we will cover all of that in the chat. But I feel like this is really one of those areas for small business that can be really daunting because it's like something that you've always got niggling at the back of your mind, like I really need to be on top of this, but it just feels like there's too much to learn to even get started. But we know that everything is moving more and more online at the moment. We're hearing this all the time, shopping and learning and health and work, and this is even more so in a post-COVID world. So it really is something that you just can't afford to ignore no matter what you're doing. So when I was picking topics for my topic chats, which are the shorter series of chats that I do on pep talk with topics that are handy for people starting a business, I just knew that we had to cover digital marketing somewhere along the way. And who better to teach us all about this world than Lucy McGregor. She runs a boutique digital marketing agency and this all stemmed from her personal health journey following the Christchurch earthquake. So Lucy's agency specializes in working with health and wellness businesses and brands. And this is just the perfect blend for her of her sociology studies, her digital expertise and her personal interest in health and wellness. So come along for this really fun chat with Lucy. I'm going to ask her all of those burning questions about online marketing. What kind of budget do I need? What channels do I focus on? What on earth is SEO? So this quick 30 minute chat is going to be the perfect starting point or maybe just a sense check for all of your digital activities. Hi Lucy, welcome to Pep Talk. How's everything going in your world? Hi, thank you so much. All is well here. I'm down in Christchurch. It's a bit of a cold, wintry day today, although it's not winter anymore, but... Um, Feels like it a little bit. I know. I've Actually, one of my staff members lives up there in Wellington, and I had a meeting with her this morning, and she told me it was really cold up there so <laughs> yeah and torrential rain so that's oh, fun too fun, yes. yeah yeah <laughs> oh well thank you for coming on to pep talk so for everyone listening lucy runs lucy kate online a digital marketing agency so lucy has come on very kindly to allow me to pick her brain and get all of her <laughs> tips and tricks all about digital marketing and um, social media and all of that good stuff which i know is something that comes up a lot in conversations with small business owners and people running projects and things so I know this is going to be really helpful um, but before we do jump in and start extracting all that wisdom from you Lucy I thought it might be kind of cool to start off with a bit of your story like it's always cool to hear how people have ended up where they are like why they started their business and what they're doing and everything so tell us a bit about Lucy before we dive in. Yeah, sure. Um, where to start? <laughs> I um, I guess my business journey started, yeah, probably 10 years ago or more, actually. Uh, at university, I studied sociology and political science, uh, but the sociology, sociology side of things um, 
which is sort of looking at groups of people and how people, you know, function and mm. and interact and, and all those kinds of things really did influence my understanding of people and that I can bring that into the marketing world. But so as a student, I was looking for a part-time job and so I ended up working I had a few different local business people that I helped uh, with just basic website updates and social media posts and all those kind of things this was way back in um, (laughs) a long time ago I was Um, gonna say I don't think that like social media was even a thing when I was at uni so that was further ago it was gosh yeah I was 23 when I went to uni oh my goodness <laughs> I'm pretty sure we used to use Bebo when we were at uni oh my gosh that's right I forgot about Bebo <laughs> now we really are showing it <laughs> okay let's let's stop that line let's of questioning there <laughs> um yeah so that's kind of how I got into it and then I finished my degree and I um was just sort of thinking about how I wanted my life to look really and did I want to you know carry on studying um you know do postgraduate study did I want to get into you know the corporate arena or get a, a job did what did I want my life to look like basically and I just I knew I wanted to start my own business and so I had a few business ideas at the beginning <laughs> and but eventually everything all just kind of flowed to me helping other businesses um, with sort of their their online stuff because I, I was naturally quite good at it and um, so I actually started out as a freelancer doing virtual assistant work which um, was awesome um, and it meant that I could yes yeah, sort of have my own income do my own thing and I grew my skills and continued to learn continue to study and then um, sort of transitioned into the digital advertising and digital marketing space um, after a few years of doing virtual assistant work and um, it all just it flowed really wonderfully it was really it was really cool I think that when we yeah allow (laughs) allow ourselves to flow into the areas that we enjoy our businesses and our lives just really can be really so much fun and so exciting so so that's how that happened and and I started yeah, started my business with my marketing consulting services and then started getting more clients, grew my team, started having to employ people. Um, and then, yeah, this is where we're at today. And then so the the other side of it is that we work with health and wellness and sustainability brands and personal development brands and, you know, that, that kind of niche of um, businesses doing good stuff, you know? Yeah, where did that kind of steer come from to move in that direction? Well, it started with me personally. I, um, while I was at university, actually, I kind of had a burnout. <laughs> it was around, um, I, I, yeah, I was working really hard, studying really hard, um, and not being very nice to myself, <laughs> not being very kind to myself, and um, and then the Christchurch earthquakes were all kind of piled up in there sort of after that as well and so I I had a burnout and I had a couple of years of some pretty difficult um chronic fatigue post-viral fatigue and so that sort of sparked me on my own personal uh health and wellness journey and so health and wellness is something that's really important to me like taking care of my body taking care of my mind taking care of my soul and my spirit and so I personally really enjoy all all aspects of that niche right um and it's something it's a niche that I know well and that my staff know really well so we 
you know, we're in the niche personally as well as professionally. Ah, so interesting. Such a good like intersection of so many things <laughs> for you. Like the, yeah. the te- like you're obviously naturally good with tech and online, but also you have the sociology background for the marketing and the like mindset side of mm-hmm. things. And then you also have the personal interest in wellness and those three things have like mashed together perfectly to what yeah. you're doing now. Yeah, exactly. It's it's a perfect mashing. <laughs> I like that. And who are some of the people that you guys work with at Lucy Kate Online, like your clients and things? Yeah, we've got, we work with clients all over the world actually. And we're just a small team. We're a little boutique agency. So we only work with a handful of people at once. So uh, we've worked with a few different uh, brands across those niches. Uh, A few years ago, I worked with Taylor, Sarah, uh, Sarah from Taylor Skincare. So she was awesome. And then at the moment, actually working with another really cool Kiwi brand, um, Sleep Heavy Weighted Blankets. They're really oh, yeah. awesome. Yeah, yes, seen that. loving working with those guys. They're awesome. And they're also down here in Christchurch. Um, and then another brand that we're working with at the moment, actually, that's really fun is um, a, a sustainable, slow fashion brand called Encircled. And they're from Canada. They're really awesome. Um, yeah we're doing some brand development and copywriting for them and it's they're such an awesome brand have such cool products um and then we have a couple of clients in the us as well so yeah we sort of are quite diverse in that way like not just new zealand focused and and um working but we we, we're quite picky (laughs) we like uh yeah like i said we just work with a couple of uh clients at a time because we want to produce really good work we don't trying to be a big agency um we are trying to help businesses that are doing good stuff do their good stuff more (laughs) Mm, nice (laughs) if that makes sense yeah Yeah, like being kind of deliberate about it and great that you can work with people all over the world Mm -hmm. from Christchurch like Mm -hmm. it's just the magic of the internet oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) and like makes total sense it's all online there's no need to be in the same room these days like it's great yeah harnessing all of that definitely so let's start super basic right now with talking about digital marketing let's Mm -hmm. go like really simplify and be like what is digital marketing which (laughs) sounds like a really stupid question but I feel like for when you're running a business you have so many things floating around in your head and you're like oh I know that's something that I need to get onto but I don't even know what it is but I know I need to do it so maybe you can just (laughs) kind of succinctly tell us like what that encapsulates for someone running a business yeah so So I guess, uh, broadly speaking, digital marketing is sort of any marketing that can be done digitally (laughs) or on the internet, you know, internet marketing. Um, So that encapsulates um, email marketing, social media stuff, um, SEO, what's on your website, blogging, um, you know, all those kinds of things, all the stuff that happens online. And we know from this year that this is becoming more and more important for brands uh, to, to make sure that they have a strong presence online. Uh, buying patterns have changed forever from this year. You know, I mean, online shopping and online purchasing was growing already and people were becoming more confident with it more comfortable with the idea of of buying something online or even learning online and doing calls online and all those kinds of things that was growing but this year it's gone absolutely through the roof and people are buying stuff online more than ever before and um 
and we're seeing it in all areas of business as well, not just purchasing behavior, but you know, like right now we're having this conversation online and people are having Zoom meetings online. People are realizing that they can work from home sometimes. They don't have to be in an office all the time. Everything has changed and it's never been more important for um, brands to make sure that they have a strong online presence. So yeah, digital marketing is anything that um, your, your business is, anything to do with the online side of your business and then when it comes to you know what should I be doing (laughs) which part of digital marketing should I be doing yeah Yeah. that's I think um can be very overwhelming for people especially if you're just getting started out because someone will tell you oh my gosh you need to be on Instagram and you need to be posting five times a day and doing stories you know every day and reels and blah and then also you need to be posting on your Facebook and then you should be email marketing and then have day. you thought about Pinterest oh my blah, blah, blah. gosh yeah it's <laughs> just like whoa <laughs> it's very overwhelming for people and so my advice in that area is to take a breath <laughs> and realize you don't have to do all of it you don't have to be perfect at SEO you don't have to be perfect at email marketing and have the perfect Instagram strategy just start with where your customers are so if you you should know who your ideal customer are you should have an idea of that and that's sort of a uh, the very basics of digital marketing um, and branding too and, and having a business is you need to understand who it is that you're serving with your product and service who's your person who are the people that you're marketing to and where do they hang out online okay so they're if you've got you know they're, they're on Facebook they're on Instagram maybe they're not so much on Pinterest okay well then let's get rid of Pinterest for now from the strategy focus on where they really are and it's Facebook and Instagram or maybe you know you know that they are working professionals so they're checking their emails a lot so email marketing okay we're going to focus on that now because we know that that's where our customers are hanging out when they're online or you know they're checking their emails regularly and you can test all of these things you can look at your analytics you can look at your open rates and click-through rates and your conversion rates from your emails you can look at the insights um, from your Facebook page and your Instagram Um, so yeah I guess yeah my advice would be take it one step at a time you don't have to be doing everything 100% but you do need to be doing something (laughs) yeah Yeah, I think that's really smart and that's the same kind of thing I say it's just like because it is overwhelming there's so many platforms and this feels like there's something new starting all the time as well you're like I have to keep up with TikTok now and And so I always say the same thing it's like pick but but I love what you said about pick where your audience are because that's really key and then I also to add to that saying like pick what you you're kind of comfortable with as well oh my gosh yes yeah like I spend a lot of time on Instagram so for pet talk I just do Instagram I don't don't really go on Facebook anymore so I'm just not bothering with that because it's really hard personally to keep up with them but if it's something that you naturally do in your personal life then you're going to be so much more successful right doing it for business totally like don't make it harder for yourself by trying to learn a a platform that you're not interested in or and or if you do need to get someone else to do it yeah (laughs) Yeah, that's that's the whole point. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And then there's also the whole side of things with like Google and Google Ads Mm -hmm. and then also like paid social Mm because that comes up a lot when I'm talking to people like they want to know, should I be doing social ads? How do I Mm -hmm. even do that? Mm -hmm. Do you have any like tips and things around those platforms and and the paid side of things? Yeah, so um, you can start off with 
paid advertising strategies uh, for you know a low spend. You don't have to be spending thousands of dollars a month to start off with uh, to get your to dip your toe um, in the pool, as it were, of um, but these paid platforms but they are an excellent way to be growing your business beyond what you can do with just organic and organic social strategies and organic search um so the thing to think about i guess is yeah a lot of businesses will ask what's what should i be doing next like should i be doing facebook ads should we be doing google ads and it's so hard to say like a blanket yes or a blanket no or like do it at this point or do it at this point it really depends on where you're at with your business but if you've got traffic coming to your website already if your product is selling already you know you've you've this is what we call validating the product or validating your funnel you know it's it's selling already through your organic efforts um through whatever you're doing like maybe you're doing some you know social media posting or you've worked with a couple of influencers or micro influencers or something or you've um you've got an email list and you're starting to collect leads from the website there and those are selling a little bit as well if you've got all of those pieces in place and things are working organically already from that point then you can amplify that with paid advertising. So paid advertising doesn't fix anything. So if the business, if your business is struggling or you're not making sales or your product, you know, your product's not sale, selling, Facebook ads and Instagram ads and Google ads and all those things, they're not going to fix that. But if your business is already already working, your product's already selling with what you've done so far, then paid advertising is going to amplify that for you so that's a good way yeah that's a good way to kind of judge like am i ready for this or not because i think a lot of brands or a lot of people dive in and um yeah come to investing in an ad platform like facebook or google ads with sort of like on the back foot like oh my gosh we need more sales we need more sales pump 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 that money in like get it happening and that's not necessarily going to be your saving grace (laughs) Mm, interesting yeah Mm -hmm. I like that Mm -hmm. and then while we're in this kind of basics chat I'm gonna say because I think this is something that comes up for people it's another phrase that's bandied around that people don't necessarily know what it is is maybe you can briefly tell us what is SEO (laughs) (laughs) search engine optimization so it's basically you know when you google pep talk for example it's um google is going to be is searching through all the websites looking for those phrases and those search terms uh and then it will rank you know all the web sorts that uh, websites sorry that mention pep talk <laughs> and ideally you want your pep talk website to rank at the top of that um so that's what search engine optimization processes do is that people uh you can go in and search keywords and key terms onto the pages of your website so that you're going to rank higher in the google search so that's an organic strategy versus a paid strategy although often you need to pay somebody to do that work for you you can do it yourself but it can it's a and it's a long-term strategy as well Mm, yeah Um, and also um blogging is quite a good example of that right because google from what i gather and this is super basic understanding of seo that google likes pages that are updated regularly and that seem really current and not yes. that they like graveyard websites on the internet that's that been dying out in the yeah. background they like the like more modern recent ones so if you yep. update your blog google likes that right yeah definitely and it also likes it when other sites link to your site and you link to other sites um and stuff like that so there's a lot of um it can get quite complicated 
<laughs> and be quite advanced. But um, yes, that's the essential nutshell of what of what that is. And then the ads side of it comes in where like, you know, if you Google pep talk or whatever, we might see some ads at the top or um, so that the Google ads are what place you at the top of the search when it says little ad next to it. And, but then there's shopping ads and other versions, uh, types of Google ads in there as well. But that's sort of the general way that works mm, yeah that's good I feel like that's something again as a business owner that's bandied around like oh you're doing SEO and like yeah, yeah. sounds yeah I, I like like I know there's a lot to it like you say mm-hmm. but when you hear it it sounds like super complicated but <laughs> it, you know like if you dumb it down like I did then you know like it is reasonably doable for you to have a go at doing and things like yeah. that. yeah and a lot of websites actually like have stuff built into them to help you with it like if you're mm-hmm. on website there's a pretty sure it's a free plugin um which I've forgotten the name of right now <laughs> but uh, oh, there's on a, WordPress is that Yoast Yoast yes, Yoast, yeah. yes but I, I, I have a feeling they might have changed their name but yes there's that one and they it gives you sort of guidance for your blog for all those things and then Squarespace has sort of SEO gui- guidance and stuff in it as well as a Shopify um, so you can cover all your basic bases for SEO uh, yourself just by a little bit of research and, mm. and following the prompts mm. So let's talk a little bit about money because this is obviously whenever you're talking about marketing, it always comes down to some extent to budget Mm -hmm. uh, because everything costs something. Well, not everything, but most things cost something. Um, And I know this is probably a really hard question for you to answer because it all varies a lot Mm -hmm. depending on your business and your revenue and your value of your product and things. But roughly, like, is there some kind of rule that people can use for, like, what kind of budget to set for digital marketing? Like, can you use, like, a percentage of your revenue or something like that? Oh, you know, I wish there was an easy answer to that. <laughs> I wish it was a yes, you know, 10% of revenue. And there might be others out there that would give you a, um, a static figure like that. But I prefer to be a little bit more intuitive with it um, and say that, like I mentioned before, you can start off small. You can start running some brand awareness campaigns in Facebook for, you know, $5 a day, $10 a day or something small like that. You are going to need to spend more to get purchases though and this is something to keep in mind so purchases are more expensive than like a click a click is cheap or um, even an email opt-in can be relatively cheap but to get somebody to buy a product it costs more so unless your product is you know super cheap (laughs) you're probably going to need to spend more than five dollars a day to get a sale or to get conversions coming through so i know that's not a super (laughs) um clear and easy answer for you there but um I you can always kind of um, test it out, right? Like, sorry to interrupt, but like... Definitely, you yes. You can do like, I'm going to start with $5 a day and then if that's going well, I'll make it 6 And then yes, week yes. 7 and like kind of like stress test it a little bit as to how far you can push it. Absolutely. And that should be the goal too, is scaling. Scaling slowly and sustainably. So yeah, starting out with something at $5 a day, if it's working well, yeah, put it up to 6 And you don't want to scale too like drastically, like go from $5 a day to a thousand dollars a day overnight but um and there's strategies uh to use there with scaling but um yeah it's 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 a tough one but i with with my clients when we onboard a client we basically say you need to have a budget of at least a thousand dollars a month 
preferably 1500 a month for us to start with and then the goal is to scale eventually so i would say if you're getting if you're yeah if your product is selling you're ready to invest into your um, advertising strategy that's really the minimum because you, you want to be able to get a return right you want to be able to get able to get a return on your ad spend and it is it's harder depending on how much your product is and what your profits are how your profit margins are and what your cost per acquisition is and I'm saying a lot of words here that are complicated but <laughs> but um, yeah there's lots to it for sure yeah yeah but that's really helpful I think that gives people kind of a steer of what roughly it looks like as a starting mm-hmm. point um, to know that if they're even in the space of you know right yeah like yeah yeah. if it's less than that then okay you're not ready for that carry on Mm. with your organic strategies and what you're doing see what how far you can get without that Mm. um and then you know the other option is uh, yeah that you can learn the platforms yourself like (laughs) learn google ads learn facebook advertising learn the instagram um advertising strategies yourself or you can you know outsource to somebody else that you trust once you have that budget so yeah that makes total sense and then of course the best thing i find about the digital stuff in terms of the marketing world is that you can get some really good stats and numbers and like you can track your results really easily mm. well generally mm-hmm. easily because like you can log on to your you know back end and you can see i spent this much i got this much in conversions and it's much more scientific than some other kinds of marketing so totally. what kind of like what kind of results do you think generally people should expect or hope for from digital marketing well yeah again another <laughs> i wish i had a <laughs> simple answer to that question <laughs> um but so you you always you want to be sure that you're um, getting a positive return so taking facebook for example really really simplifying this down because that this does get more complicated when you're talking talking about a return on your ad spend or ROAS as they call it in the industry um you know this the calculating what you want your ROAS to be can get complicated because you want to look at your profit margins and how much your product is selling for whether it's uh, in how many you need, what your average order value is, all those things. But to keep it really, really simple, if you're spending a dollar and not making a dollar back, then you're losing money. But if you're, say, doing a brand awareness campaign, like I mentioned earlier, you could do a brand awareness campaign for $5 a day. You could do an engagement campaign for $5 a day. The the goal of those types of campaigns isn't conversion. The goal is brand awareness and it's, and, and it's engagement. So... So they measure that differently. They measure that differently. Yeah. But so if you've got a, yeah, if you've got a a sales funnel in place or you're, you're, you're you're trying to get, you're investing in the platform to get sales and to get purchases. If you're not at least making a dollar from every dollar you spend, then you're potentially losing money. Now that's not taking into account lifetime value. Like people, you know, if you've got a subscription service or I don't know, skincare service or something that people, you know, buy multiple times over the lifetime of their involvement with your brand then you might you can maybe you know spend a dollar and make less than a dollar because you know you're going to make that dollar back in the future when they buy multiple times but that's kind of getting more complicated once again (laughs) but in general if you're if you're not 
if you're looking in Facebook, in the back end of Facebook, you can look at your ROAS, you can type it into the custom columns section and, and it will tell you if you, you know, there might be people listening here today and you've been running your own ads for a little while, but you have no idea <laughs> whether you've made any money, whether they're working at all or what's going, but you're kind of scared to turn them off in case that turns off, you know, <laughs> the business sales. Um, you can look and you can see, you just, um, you, you click on, um, the custom columns section and then you type in ROAS and you can click that box and you'll be able to see exactly whether you have made a return or not and that's a really important um, thing to keep an eye on. Yeah definitely it's like a really quick easy way to look at it engage it and obviously mm-hmm. there's more to it going you know oh, more factors yeah. but that's like a nice simple one just to start with. Yeah and you know I've been doing this for I've been working with the Facebook platform pretty much since they started making ads available so I've been doing this for a really long time so I know all of the stuff that's like the back of my hand to me <laughs> but I know how intimidating it is in there when you get in there for the first time or and it's a big scary platform and you're investing money and you're investing your time and you, people have a lot riding on businesses in there and I know how you know overwhelming it can be but and this is where it, it can be a better idea to to invest in someone like us or another uh, agency or ads manager that you trust to to manage that part of it for you because it can be really overwhelming. Yeah, that kind of takes us on to because that was what I wanted to talk to you a little bit about was like generally there's a lot in this space and there's a lot of different experts and not everyone does everything and different people do different things and things. So mm. is there any like tips or advice you have about like what you could kind of do yourself versus what doesn't make the most sense to use? Like, an agency or an expert to help you with yeah um well like you said earlier about you know put yourself out on whatever social platform you actually enjoy being on being on do whatever part of your digital marketing strategy you actually like doing and maybe that's none of it and that's fine too but like if you like being on instagram do that part yourself if you actually find the Facebook ads platform like marginally interesting and you quite like to learn about it, do that part yourself. If you like writing blogs, if you like writing emails, if you, you know, like whatever part of it, if whatever piques your interest, do that yourself. And that's something that I've used, that's like a principle I've used in my business and that I use in my life all the time, is just following what what makes you happy. <laughs> like It's the 21st century. We're living in a time where we don't have to be doing stuff that we hate all the time or like you know you can we can follow our joy and I know that sounds like a little bit cliche and whatever but but it's I I get my staff to do the things that I don't like doing and they like doing and I do the things that I like doing and that they don't like doing (laughs) you know yeah so yeah follow what makes you excited and what makes you happy when it comes to your digital marketing strategy if facebook ads overwhelm you get someone else to do it because it's not going to get easier (laughs) if seo sounds like a drag to you then okay hire someone else to help you with that because again it's not going to get easier so um yeah that's my advice (laughs) 
good <laughs> advice. I think it's great advice for business and for life and just mm. everything. Like, yeah, not just in the digital marketing space, but I, I, that's what I say about business in general. You know, like if you're not into numbers and accounting freaks you out and makes you mm-hmm. depressed, then don't do it. Get <laughs> yes. an accountant. Oh my gosh, yes. I just, I see so many business owners trying to do everything because they're scared they're scared to let go of those parts like especially accounting or you know advertising and stuff because it's it's an investment and it's scary especially when you started your business yourself you've put your whole heart (laughs) into this thing and handing parts of it over to someone else to be responsible for is really really scary and I know it's hard but when you can do that it opens up so much more space for growth when someone yes when you get to do what you care about and someone else who really cares about all those details like someone that's really frothing over accounting (laughs) is doing your accounting (laughs) like you know yeah and it's going to be better right it's going to be so much better exactly yeah and I guess especially with digital marketing and handing that over to someone it's the kind of thing that does have pretty good return generally you know like especially if you know what you're doing so absolutely it's safe to say if you hand over someone to do your facebook ads or your google ads or your seo they're going to get results because that's what they do absolutely they're right it, definitely as long as long as you pick the right person because there are you know people out there that um, might not be as passionate as others but for us personally in, in the agency we love what we do and we love the bland, the brands that we work with we think about them as our partners and not you know our clients that we're a family we're working with them not for them and um, yeah we put everything into what we do for our clients and I think that makes all the difference and there's lots of cool awesome people out there that do awesome work um it's just about finding them Mm. (laughs) and the internet is great for finding it is and and um word of mouth as well like people recommend good people you know so talk to others talk to people who who did your branding for you oh who's running your ads for you oh you know just that's uh, that's the best way I think to find professionals is Yeah. yeah and with like-minded people and things yes sure. yeah. yes i'm sure there's so much like backing stuff that i would love to ask you about but i'm conscious <laughs> of time okay so <laughs> let's so let's move to kind of like front end and see like around the kind of bits that people see in terms of marketing and ads online like the content and the creative and what copy you're using like what kind of tips have you got for us about how to grab people's attention because like there's no point doing all this ads right if your actual imagery and your words are really bad because yeah. they're not going to work so it's kind of like equally as important as as picking the right audience is making sure that what you're showing them looks good so what can Absolutely. you kind of teach us about that yeah so I guess this is where it comes back again to that knowing who your ideal customer is and what kind of branding and language is going to resonate with them there's some things that you're going to want to make sure definitely on your website in terms of increasing your conversions Um, you need you want to make sure that your language is really clear and think about the fact that it takes someone three seconds to decide whether they want to keep interacting with your brand or not or whether they want to click away three seconds or less (laughs) some studies will say less (laughs) we're all moving very very fast I know so you've got to capture people's attention so quickly and you've got to do that with your photos your branding you've got to do that with your your words Um, so keep that in mind when you're creating a website whether you're setting it up yourself whether you're getting someone else to do it keep in mind the three second rule 
Um, and make sure that your buttons, these are some like really simple things, but make sure the buttons on your website are really easy to see and find. I see a lot of websites that are beautifully made and they look aesthetically stunning, but everything's kind of, the buttons are buried because it's all designed and, and like, I can't see where I'm supposed to go. Like think about how thinking about the next action that you want somebody to take on a page. So for example, your product page, you want them to click add to cart. That's what we want. That's the ultimate goal. We want people on that page. So how are we going to make that button real easy for them to click? What are we going to say to them to make them say yes <laughs> within three seconds? <laughs> yes, I want this. Um, oh yeah. Keeping in mind all those kinds of things. Um, and yeah, always, always, always keeping your ideal customer at the forefront of any decision you make when it comes to digital marketing because they're the person that you're marketing to. It's not for you. Your ideal customer might not, might not be anything like you, but I think a lot of people actually, they design their marketing for themselves as if they're marketing to themselves. And a lot of the time, they might be their ideal customer, but a lot of the time, they're also not. <laughs> yeah, that's good. And are there any like trends and things at the moment that you're seeing in terms of content? Like what's really working and speaking to people at the moment in general? Um, oh, that's always changing and it's different per, per niche, but um, people are spending a lot more time online and, and than, than they were previously, this time last year and before COVID um, and all the lockdowns. So... Um, People are having so much more screen time. So just putting as much content out there as you can that's going to resonate with people, I think is really, really important at the moment. It is a great time to get into um, advertising because more people than ever are buying <laughs> online and they're buying online because a lot of people, you know, overseas can't go to the shops or don't want to go to the shops. Um, so yeah, just content, getting it out there, getting your brands out there, getting yourself out there as much as you can. Good. Good tip. Thank you. <laughs> and kind of, we better wrap up soon, but before we do, do you have like some, obviously you've learned a lot because you've been doing this a long time, but what mm -hmm. would your kind of like maybe three or so top tips be for a small business owner who's wanting to get into digital marketing? Mm, okay. Three top tips. I think I've already mentioned most of them or the, the first two that come to mind so firstly know your customer <laughs> know your audience if you don't know who they are then your marketing isn't go is going to fall flat and you can if you're just starting out you can use your intuition to kind of and logically think through who this person might be if you've been in business for a few years you've got a whole lot of data that you can go through like look at what pages are getting the most hits look at what product is selling the most Send out customer surveys, get get feedback from people, find out who they are, more about them, what they want. So that's like the first, uh, first number one. The second one is follow what makes you happy. <laughs> Don't try and do all the things and learn all the things. Do the, the strategies that feel right to you and um, excite you and light you up and outsource the, outsource the rest if you can or just put them to the side you don't have to do everything um yeah outsource what you don't want to do and leave the rest and do and do what you want and leave the rest and then thirdly this is i guess like a little bit more of a airy fairy kind of <laughs> I like that. yeah but i just i actually i just finished um a personal course that I took for myself for um, 
it's called an inner voice facilitator training and I did it for myself but I also now can run sessions if I want but it's um it was, all, it was about connecting to your inner voice, connecting to your intuition, being guided by your intuition more. And I think that sometimes when it comes to business, we approach it with a really masculine energy of, you know, logic, looking at the statistics, thinking through everything really hard, making the right decisions. Um, and those are all really great things. But you also have this wonderful resource. We have this wonderful resource within us that is our intuition and it's so much more wise (laughs) than our minds are sometimes because our mind can be worried about the money worried about if this is going to fail worried about all the things but underneath all that there's a a peace and a stillness that can guide our decision making in business even more powerfully than than making decisions from fear so that'd be my third point uh, it's a little bit ram- rambly but no I like that that's good I feel like we could do a whole nother <laughs> oh man yes because <laughs> I would be really interested so I'll put that on the list for 2021 to do like a, an intuition session oh, with you because I think that would yes. be really interesting that would be amazing I would love to do that <laughs> <laughs> that's great those are really good tips and like that was such a good mixture of really practical stuff that people can do but also that you know you call it airy fairy I, I like that I'm into <laughs> yeah. the airy fairy so yeah and I think the, a mixture of both is what makes things really successful so not too extreme one way or the other but mm-hmm. nice yeah so Definitely. that's fantastic thank you thank you for letting us pick your brain on all of that and you of course are on Instagram and tell us where else people can find you if they want to learn more or ask you some questions and things Sure, yeah. So uh, the website's lucykonline.com and then our um, agency Instagram is lucykonline. But I also have my personal Instagram, which is lucy.kate.mcg if you want to get in touch personally. And we're on Facebook as well, lucykonline. And yeah, we'd love to hear from anyone that has questions. And thank you so much for having me. This was really fun and I hope what I shared was helpful (laughs) yeah definitely I think that's going to be really good and no doubt yeah people will come and track you down stalk you with their questions (laughs) and things as well so yeah thank you for being open to that and for sharing all of your wisdom with us thank you so much take care thanks Lucy bye I really did just love that balance that Lucy seems to strike between the more practical and really fat based world of digital marketing versus the kind of as she said that more like airy fairy intuition based part of running a business I think both are super important and you know that I'm always banging on about trusting your gut so she is speaking my language if you guys do have any questions for Lucy remember what she said she's very happy to answer those all about the world of digital marketing or if you need some help with your own digital marketing just head on over to her Instagram and I'm sure she'll be very happy to help a reminder that that is at Lucy Kate online thank you for having a listen today if you do have any other ideas for future topics that you'd like us to cover or just general guest ideas I am always keen to hear so feel free to email me hello at peptalk.co.nz and we can chat until next time bye